Hey guys, it's Melanie Vett, and I am here with the second episode of the Beautifully Brown podcast, interviewing one of my really beautiful and talented friends, Christy Williams. Say hi, Christy. Hi. <laughs> we just finished uh, our shoot for the site. I can't wait for you all to see her beautiful images and whatnot, but let's just get to it because Christy is really interesting. Um, she's like this very open emotional straight shooter girl <laughs> like you're a cancer i am a super so you're, cancer <laughs> you're super open and vulnerable and i like it and i like interviewing people like that like i like talking to people who are going to be authentic and honest um so can you give the listeners just a little bit of your background like your name if you want to say your age like what you've been up to <laughs> so my name is christy williams I'm ageless. Oh my god. <laughs> 17 at heart forever. Um, I'm originally from Silver Spring, Maryland. And um, my background, I'm half black, half white. My dad's black, my mom's white. Mm-hmm. Met Melanie at Temple University. Went to college in Philly. T-U. And, T-U. <laughs> and um, I currently write for, I'm a contributor at Milk studios and I write for their online magazine called Milk XYZ and yeah I don't know what else I mean that's (laughs) that's everything um okay so you explain like the first question was going to be like what's your ethnicity like what's your background and you talked about that a little bit you're half black half white was it hard because we both grew up in Maryland but like I was more so like the Largo area and you were in Silver Springs I don't really know what the diversity was like growing up but I know like in PG County like Largo it was just black right <laughs> like it was black so Silver so Springs a little bit more mixed so what was it like growing up biracial in Silver Spring um uh Silver Spring is it's it's pretty mixed like um but I would say it has more of like different cultures like there's a lot of Latinos and Latinas there and then there's also a huge African community at least at my high school like I went to Wheaton High School and my school was predominantly black African and then Hispanic so um yeah I don't know I guess growing up biracial in a school where there wasn't that many white kids I got made fun of a lot for being half white and did they know you were half white or they just people knew like my close friends knew like they would poke fun it wouldn't be like that serious but like mm-hmm. I don't know like it was um yeah I don't know they made fun of me I got made fun of remix like, wait wait what would they say was okay so black people made fun of you yeah all the time what would they say like oh you're not black or I don't know make fun I was like really really thin in high school I mean in um, middle school I get called anorexic all the time or they make fun of my hair it was like bushy and shit (laughs) so they would make fun of me for shit like that but I mean it wasn't just me though like I don't know everybody got made fun of in middle school yeah I feel like me and Julianka talked about this on the podcast like Middle school was the worst time of my life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everybody. I, I want, if I have children, I want them to skip middle school and just go. They're so mean school. at it's that terrible. age. Everyone's just so mean at that age. And I think it's because you don't, you have no filter. You don't understand what it's like or what someone else is going through 
or like you just don't care you just like say anything you, you yeah i mean i feel like i was pretty nice though but <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know growing up mixed in silver spring um i think my parents tried their hardest to like you know make us feel like there's nothing wrong with it and like love is love you know type thing yeah but i got made fun of a lot but but as i've gotten older and like you take african-american history classes and things like that i think it's kind of just like something that's embedded in our society that whole like light skin dark skin thing and it's kind of just something that you just see when you get older and you just realize that some things was just like a place of hurt at, from kids at that age. Do you so wait, did you get teased more so by like darker black girls or It wasn't just the girls. I, actually it was mostly the boys. Like little boys would make fun of me. The girls would make fun of me, yes, sometimes about not really. It was mostly like little boys would make fun of me. And That's I think but then when I got to high school they all wanted to date me. So That's how it is. Yeah. But I don't know. It was like, I don't think it was anything like that anyone couldn't deal with. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. I was about to ask you about the privilege that you might have experienced being biracial because I think that a lot of people don't talk about the way I think our black community especially sort of fetishizes over like mixed race girls or like just people who look quote unquote exotic yeah and i wanted to know if you ever experienced that type of privilege like or if you even acknowledge it is it something that you've noticed ever that you might get treated better or differently than like people who are considered like regular black women or girls or whatever yeah i think so but i think i saw like a stat online it was like the um I don't know some statistics I think it was like about tinder and like the least desirable woman is like a black woman like that gets searched out in the in these online dating sites and the same as and then but the inverse so it's like black men are the most attractive most desirable and black women are the least desirable in these searches but then like Asian women are the most desirable and Asian men are the least desirable which is what? like, yeah. So I, I don't know. I think that that. Anyway, back to your question. Like, I think that, I think that, I don't know how long this has been going on, but the fact that like, I don't know, black women are considered like not beauty beautiful, but like, but then you look at like Instagram and you look at like celebrities, and it's like they take pieces of like the black woman like lips or like yeah hair or like. Um, I don't know, even style and how stereotypically black women are supposed to like talk, have attitude, whatever, snap their fingers, whatever. And then same thing with like, or body type, you know? Yeah. Like they take the most, yeah. But it's like they take, 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 but then I don't know. And even like tanning and stuff like that. But I guess as far as like privilege, um, yeah, sure. I guess like clubbing and stuff like that, getting into the club and like, but it, I feel like it's mostly from, like, black men. Like, that. Yeah. oh, like, this is, like, something different. Or this is, like, something exotic. And I wonder if it's just because, like, black women always hold black men down. And it's just, like, something different. Because, like, black women, like, stay true to black men. Like, if you talk to a lot of black women, like, nobody wants to date outside of their race. It's like, nah, I want a black man. Like, I want a strong black man. Not like man. most black women, but not all. 
most yeah. yeah i shouldn't say all but like it's like most but our generation might be a little different though because do any of your friends actually want to like have any of your friends like dated a white dude or asian dude seriously my close close friends okay no <laughs> do you see what i'm saying so my so a certain group of friends know they're just like, no, I only want to date black men. Which, whatever, do you. But how many black men do you know that are like, not only want to date black women? Like, most of the time. Honestly, for me, my circle, I would say 90% of my black male friends only want black women. Oh, well, see, that's a good thing. Which is then. interesting. Yeah. But then, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I would call it, like, good or bad. Because I've dated outside of my race. Like, I've dated an Indian guy. I've dated two white guys. One of the white guys I did was we were really serious. He just lived in D.C. and I'm in New York, so it's like I'm not about to do this. And right. I was like 25. <laughs> I was like I'm really not about to do this. But I mean, I get what you're saying. I agree. I get what you're saying. Like I do think that a good majority of black women possibly only want to date black men, but I think that's changing. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with dating outside of your race. I think that we're all people, and people should date whoever they want, no matter yeah. regardless of color. Yeah. It might be like a cultural difference, but mm-hmm. like. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think, like, I think it's just basically, like, rap culture that kind of, like, pushes, I don't know, exotic women or, like, foreign women. Or, Even like, media, though, like, all media has, start, has been doing that for a minute, I think. Yeah, that too. Definitely rap Or, like, and especially, like, even, like, fashion, like, pushing, maybe not exotic, but just, like, white. Like, white is beautiful. So the closest, the closer you are to white, the more beautiful you are. Yeah. But like, I mean, for me, like, I don't, I don't, I don't agree because like, I've always had to like, be blacker than I was, you know what I'm saying? Or have to feel like I had to like prove that to like my black friends and stuff like that. And I guess like, yeah, all the time. I never see that. Maybe not right now because I'm grown, but like when I was younger, like high school and middle school and stuff, especially like, I feel like when we were younger, it was like, it was like cool to be hood. Yeah. And not so much now. Now it's like cool to be like weird or cool to be like I don't a know. Nerd a or nerd. Something. Like yeah. When we were younger it was not it wasn't like that. So I felt like I was so extra in like middle school and high school. Well that was my next question. Like have you ever not felt black enough? Have you ever Yeah, that's the question. Have you ever but you just answered that. Like you used to Yeah. Sort of up your quote unquote blackness mm-hmm. to feel more accepted. But what would you do? Like, was it this- just be extra as hell? Like, just extra. Like, <laughs> whatever you could think of, I probably did it. <laughs> but even um, I was telling Melanie an incident that I got kicked out of a restaurant because I heard some people who weren't black using the word nigga. And I said something to them about, like, how I felt uncomfortable with them saying that. And I got thrown out the restaurant, and but before I got thrown out the restaurant, one of the one of the um, people in the group, they asked me like, "Well, what are you?" One, it shouldn't matter what I am, but two, I was yeah, just like, like not... "Yeah, it doesn't matter." But two, I was just like, "I'm black, period." You know what I'm saying? But people look at me not all the time; they see that, mm-hmm. and it can be frustrating. And I, you know, I have like. My mom's white, but my mom, like, she grew up in D.C. and, like, whatever. She dated black dudes her whole life. And, like, my dad's black. He's light-skinned, but he's black. And then, like, I don't know. It just feels like I always have to, like, people don't look at me and see that. So sometimes, or not, some people know, some people don't. But sometimes it's just, like, you know, sometimes I just wish people, like, knew what I was. So it wasn't always just, like, a thing, a conversation. Because it can be annoying, too. Like, people be like, 
and I think they think it's like, um, like I th- like or something. No. no, I think yeah, I think they think like asking me is like I'm excited about it. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm like. Um, you know, I'm black and white, and sometimes people look at me like disappointed too. Like, oh, really? That's it? Like, I thought you were X, Y, and Z. You know what? That's happened to me before. I wrote about that. This it's, dude was like, "Yo, you can't just be regular black. Yo, you real pretty." And, and what the like, fuck is that supposed to mean? What? Yeah. So I can understand that. Yeah. What is that even supposed to mean? And it's just like, yeah, I'm. You know, black is beautiful. Black is everything. And like, I was talking to this one, one of this guy that I used to date. Um, he he didn't typically date like black women or, or a lot of the girls that he dated were like mixed with something mm-hmm. and I would tell him like we would have these discussions and I would tell him like but if you look at majority of like mixed kids like the ones that are mixed with black is like they're a lot of times are like beautiful and it's just like cause black is the key oh, ingredient no. to oh, beauty <laughs> black is the key ingredient to beauty straight up so that was like something that like we talked about but how do you embrace because I believe that if you're biracial, you should be, you should embrace, like, both cultures. Like, how do you, or do you embrace white culture? Or, like, is there such thing as white culture? Like, how was that growing up, and how do you handle that now? I feel like I'm more, like, into white culture now that I'm a little bit older. What does that mean, though? White culture as far as, like, I don't know, alternative music <laughs> <laughs> uh, type of quote-unquote food that I eat. I mean, my one of my ex-boyfriend told me like I used to eat white people food like straight up, which you know is crazy because now everyone eats healthy. I right. guess healthy like, was it's not a race thing. Yeah, <laughs> I guess healthy. You know what I mean? We're young, ignorant, but like, um, I don't know. Like, um, I my mom and my mom and my white side of my family, they're kind of like very open and liberal, and I just okay. think they're like they're like my like my grandparents were like hippies and stuff. So I think that like. I don't know. I never was, like... I never grew up with, like... I don't know, conservative family. Mm -hmm. So, I think when I think of, like, white people and white culture, I just think of, like, my family and kind of just, like, open. And I think as I've gotten older, I've gotten... I became more like that. Okay. That explains a lot. Because I never knew. Like, I never knew what it was like. I never knew if there was any, like, issues between you and, like, your white side or the black side... And so that makes sense because you are very empowering when it comes to, like, black people and black Mm -hmm. culture. But I've never also heard you say, like, anything horrible about, like, white culture. Like, I mean, you understand racism. You understand, like, the history of, like, between white people and black people, white people and really everybody. But (laughs) for real, for real. But it's never been a, I don't own it. I don't own being white. Or it's never been, like, I'm shutting that out. It's always been pretty equal. Because I think, like, you know, I think that, like, when you're, like, pro-black, people just assume that you're anti-white. Yeah, and that's not... And it's not the case. You're just, like, at least for me, it's not. And, like, I've gotten into disputes with people who think that because I am... I, I identify, I guess, as black, and people... I don't know, and I get offended when I get, like... I get offended when people say things about the black, like the black community, when they're not involved in it. Yeah. And it becomes like a a conversation, and then they're just like, "Oh well, you know, but you're half white or you're white," and I'm just like, "What?" The first of all, that race should have nothing to do with that. You True. Know what like I mean? you support just because you want to support. Yeah, you're... I support the minority. Right. You know, and then second of all, 
just because I'm half white, I'm still half black, and you don't know how I was raised. Right. Like, you don't know my mother, you don't know my grandparents, you know, you don't know, like, what they're like. And they're very pro-black. Like, my grandfather taught, like, African-American history at um, UDC. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He's not, like, a regular white... I mean, I shouldn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't say that, but he's not, like, a conservative white person. And he's just, like, very smart, and he's intellectual. And I feel like a lot of white intellectual people are more open, and they kind of understand the black struggle to the best of their ability. Yeah, to the... Yeah. You know? I can see that. I wanted to ask... So, you have a sister. We all love Jasmine. Mm -hmm. And you both look alike, but also look very different Mm -hmm. in your physical features. And... And I don't want you to take any offense to this, but I, you know, I think Jasmine has like more pronounced maybe black features mm-hmm. than you do, yeah. quote unquote black features, because that's kind of like what, it what is. is that? But right, has or, or did you ever experience or witness any different type of treatment because of your physical features in hers, or did you have any like? experiences growing up that you would talk want to talk about that you I don't think in a bad way I just think that like when when she was younger like people kind of knew that she was mixed and people didn't necessarily know that I was mixed so So what did people think they just thought you were like I would always get like Hispanic oh usually so I would just I don't know I think that like I wish like my hair was curlier or like I was darker or something but other than that like um I never noticed any like if they treat if I was treated differently than Jasmine or anything like That's that, good. yeah, maybe if you were to talk to her, I don't know if her um, answer would be different. Mm-hmm. But at least for me, I didn't notice that. That's good mm-hmm. because I've interviewed people who they were like, no, like my light skin or mixed looking sister got treated differently, or my dark skin like it was a very vast difference. But for you all, it's interesting because you're about the same complexion almost, but your features are very different. Right. Yeah. So it was like very interesting. I don't know, dichotomy, I guess. All right, so tell me about your beauty routine. Because we were all deep. <laughs> That's some fun stuff. Like, tell me about what you use or don't use. Because okay. when I walked in here, you were like, do you have lip gloss? I'm like, girl, where's your lip gloss? Yeah, no, I usually have lip gloss, but I lost it. Um, So I'm really into, like, skin stuff and, like, skincare. And I go through face washes, like I'll try different types. Um, but I was on this product called Fresh for a long time. I love Fresh. Yeah. That's all I use right now. <laughs> I was on that for a long time, but I just didn't feel like paying like all that money for it anymore. So I had like a gift card and I bought, I recently bought this product called um, youth for the people i've heard of that yeah and it's like they make it out of like fruit like fruits and vegetables and so right now i'm using that and i love but i love the fresh um a moisturizer which one do you like anti-aging okay yeah like i love that i like how it smells and like i just want to look young forever oh my gosh whatever um and I recently purchased the Glossier set, the the um, face wash, mm-hmm. lip. It comes with lip gloss, I think. Yeah, face wash, lip gloss, and the moisturizer. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to try that out. 
and because I've never used any of their products before. I like their face wash, and they have a good toner. Maybe it comes with the toner. Maybe. That would make more sense, gloss, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna let her live, but I don't think it's with gloss. Maybe it comes with the toner, whatever. And I also purchased their boy brow. Okay, tell me how that is. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And, um, yeah. And then from Milk, you saw me apply earlier that, like, blur stick. Mm -hmm. And I really like it. I don't really know how much it works, but it just makes me feel like I have something (laughs) on my face. (laughs) I'm like, woo, okay, I put something on. I don't know. But it makes me feel like my face is, like, more matte or something. And they also have a product called, um, it's, like, Vinyl. It just makes your eyelid really shiny. Oh, I like stuff like that. It's so pretty. Really? Um, I really like it. Okay, I'm going to try that one. I, I haven't tried anything by Milk yet. Yeah. I just... Those are the only two products that I've used, but I like them both a lot. And then... Um, and then for... Um, and then for, like, a mask, I use this Lancome mask. I don't know what it's made out of, but one of my gay BFs told me... <laughs> That it's like the best thing ever, so I've been using it <laughs> ever since he told me about it. It was from like a year ago, and um, I don't. Oh, and I use I don't know how to say his last name. Mario Badescu. Yeah, Badescu. I use his um, like rose water stuff. Mm. So like, if it's like hot out, I'm just like spritz, spritz. You know what I, I mean? Like, not. <laughs> if y'all like, can see what she just did, <laughs> I'm like. Right here, and like I'll spray it on my like neck and stuff, and it smells really nice. Okay. But yeah, I just I don't know. I try to. Uh, when I was in high school, I had like pimples, so like I try to like just no acne, no nothing, and I'm more into like face washes than I am makeup or anything. Mm-hmm. And then from Glossier, also when I purchased those other products, I also I also bought lip gloss, so I have some lip gloss coming. Finally. <laughs> But I usually use Burst Bees Chapstick. Listen. It's like my thing. I mean, makeup, I'm going to put some on right now. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you're a minimalist when it comes to beauty. So, I get it. I like mascara. Yeah. You're, what mascara do you have on now? Just Sephora brand because I was being cheap. But Sephora stuff is really good, though. Yeah, it works really nice. But I still feel like... I don't know, man. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's like you get suckered into, like, brands. Because I'm like, yeah, you don't have money for this stuff. I don't know because it's a Sephora brand. But, yeah, and when I put it on, I was just like, hmm, this is, like, $11. I should, I could get this or I could get something that's, like, $40. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, it worked really nice. And your eyelashes look really good. Thanks. Oh, my God. All right, so I want to close out the interview with your own personal testimony to your confidence or your journey to confidence because I feel like no one really gets honest and authentic about what it takes to daily feel good about yourself. And I want to know if you do feel good about yourself now, like, do you feel beautiful? Do you feel confident? And if you do, what is it? What have been like the nuanced experiences or moments to getting to that or daily habits or like mantras or whatever you've had to do to get to that point? And if you don't, what is that journey like right now? I think that everyone has like insecurities. It's just like, how do you deal with those insecurities? You right. know? And like for me, like, yeah, sure. Like I'm insecure about things, but I'm just like, all right. Yeah. 
I can go on Instagram and look at like all these like IG chicks and I can feel bad about myself like oh shit I need to go to the gym or I need to buy some more makeup so I can look like these beauty chicks <laughs> but I think if you just like embrace yourself and like your own beauty and like your own features and like you know I'd be like I'm sure most of your listeners and you as well like you've been getting compliments on your looks for years or somebody thinks you're beautiful we've all had like boyfriends or girlfriends who have been interested in us so it's just like there's something beautiful about you and I just I think that on your days at least on my days where like I don't feel beautiful a lot of it has to do with like my surroundings so like I'll have like a day where I'm just like all right let me clean up like let me like let me put a mask on. Let me put deep conditioner in it's my like hair. Self-care. Yeah, mm-hmm. like self care makes me feel like it's like an upper. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I mean, shit. Even like if I and if I, this is really sad. But like if I feel really bad, okay, I'll go out and like some guys will buy me some drinks. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, all I mean, right, I'm lit. I'm like, I'm lit. What am I talking about? Why am I sad? But usually that's like after a breakup or something. <laughs> but Not what, like every day. But I but think. What about your daily validation though? Like, there are some days when I literally have to whisper to myself, like, you're worthy. You're good enough. You're perfect. Like, do you have any daily things or just habits that when you're not feeling your best, you do like to yourself that have nothing to do with like any outside validation? Yeah, I think it's just, it's honestly self care. Okay. Like, if I have. I mean, every day I don't do that. Right. Sometimes I just, like, go out and, like, you know, whatever. I go to work and I'm just, like, this is just what it's going to be today. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just is what it's going to be. And when I go home, I'm going to do a mask. But, like, whenever I do, like, like girly stuff, like, I always feel good. Okay. Getting my hair and nail, get not hair, but getting my, like, nails done. That makes you like, feel good. Yeah, it makes me feel super good. Or, like, if I, or even massages, stuff like that what (laughs) afterwards i'm like million bucks after i feel so good afterwards i feel like i feel my best after i sweat i need to work out to feel confident Mm -hmm. i don't care about anything else when i'm sweating i'm just like and you know when you sweat it's like really good for your skin (laughs) yes or at least i feel like that bring the back to skincare Mm -hmm. yes it's really good for your skin (laughs) and you'll be all glowing afterwards yeah yeah no i think like at least for me, like, self-care is really important. It makes me, it, like, it just, it's rejuvenating. Yeah. And, like, you know, and it's, like, thanking yourself for doing something for yourself. I like that. I've never done that. Thanking yourself for doing something for yourself. Yeah. It's important to do that. Because you took the time out, the, out of your day. Think about working and stuff. You do all this stuff for your job. But what do you do just for you? Right. Just to feel, like, beautiful. That's actually, like, the perfect way to end this interview i actually want to do that like (laughs) no for real i want to be like okay what did you thank yourself for doing something yeah everyone you should ask yourself what did you do for yourself today and did you did you thank yourself for that because it's important to do that and then boom confidence on a thousand (laughs) (laughs) and just like that we got this amazing interview Thank you, Bae. Thank, Thank you for coming. Thank you. I love no, you. I love you too. You're so pretty. Bye. Thank you. You are too. <laughs>